bring it around from this and see what the fucking story is. Welcome back to another Muscle in the Hustle podcast. It's Wednesday. It is. <laughs> Tony is the new improved Tony. We'll get on to that in a second. It's 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. I've just come off three massive gigs and my voice is just back. For someone who doesn't really do any talking on a microphone, I don't know how I lost my voice. I was going to say, what were you doing? We were roaring and shouting, like, but voice was totally gone Monday night, but it's back. It's back. Crying shame. Would have been nice to do a mute one. It would have been nice. It would have been nice. Um, but yeah, cheers to everybody who came out. A couple of podcast listeners <laughs> over the last few days. That's how you do. Good to couple of our couple of our boys back giving me abuse. The world is healing. The world is the world is healing when our boys return to give me grief. But no, um, we're back. We're back for another week. Tony is a midlife crisis. Do you like my hair? I do like it. I do like it actually. A lot of people. A lot of people freaked out. I get sent that a few times. But I know the process. You have to go blonde before you go grey or white. And they were like, they were like, is this fucking Heather Hinky's M&M? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I could laugh at. Because I didn't know you go bleach first. But I know, you have to. Yeah, Yeah. so Johnny done it for me. Uh, and I goes to him. See, I, I went out to a boy in Dubai. So the barber in Dubai actually told me he had done ages ago. So he, I went out to him and he's, he's very good. Like he cuts Mike, Mike Thurston's hair and all. Uh, and I goes to him, what would you do if you were me? Like, what would you do with my hair? And he goes, sell He didn't even hesitate. He just goes, silver. Uh, and I goes, what? And he goes, for you, with your eyes, your hair color, your eyebrow, just goes, silver, shape, silver. And I goes, eh, right, I want to have a photo shoot with fucking Peter Bannett next week. So you I'm do. Off. I, no, I did at the time. So, oh, right. so he told me next time I come out to Dubai, if he's not cutting my hair again, unless one it's silver or he can that. And I said, fuck it, I'll just get it done before I go. So got done. And actually, do you know what? I was, I was a wee bit like, oh, well, well, not. And I just goes, do you know what? Sure, can always fucking just shave it or dad. So I just went for it. And it'll be, it'll have grown out in seven or eight weeks. Like. You get your hair cut every week, don't you? Yeah, most weeks. Aye, right, so weeks. It's, it's gone in two months. Like. I wanted it like Aguero's, that's the luck of the podcast fresh. Aguero's was fresh when he got it done. Uh, well, you still have the same dark skin tone, you know? We're, we're practically twins. Same height and everything. <laughs> Fuck's yeah. sake. Um, tan, no, but it, it, does, it, does, it does suit you, like it does. Um, but people were a bit worried when you done the first video with the, the yellow M&M hair. The yellow m hair was fucking... And instead bad. of throwing you under the bus, it did just go, no, nah, that's, that's step one, don't worry. That one, did you think it was going to get cornrows? No, but people were like, well, no, what is this man? What's going on with this man here? <laughs> what yeah. is this man doing? I don't see, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just her. It's just one of the things where I don't, like, it's like the time I shave my head, I don't look at it like, oh my God, this is a mess. I just be like, it's just, it's just her. It's just like, for me, it, it fades over time anyway. So yeah, yeah. People put too much emphasis on, but yeah, I got it done just for a mix up and, very very pleasantly surprised i'm like a wee white rhino here because it's actually oh, it's not even it's not even like gray it's, it's proper like it's white <laughs> what did your what did your dad make it when i came in i goes i'm going to give my cut but i came back to goes fuck your way for ages and then i walked in the door and it goes what the fuck because <laughs> <laughs> mom had obviously my ones had obviously seen some of my stories while i was away so they text me going what the fuck are you doing and i was like i'm just getting my hair dyed a wee color because they had seen me go blonde and my mum texted me going, that's fucking mess. 
And then when I came in, it was gray. They actually liked it when I came in. It was like gray, silver. Uh, and then I had the typical where I had like 50, I had 50 people message me and go, that's terrible. A lot of people message me and say it's unreal. And then I had loads of people turn around to me and say, I was going to do that ripping. And I was like, sure, sure. Uh, Everything's turning silver. Eh? I the gear. We talked about in the last podcast. The I didn't have the balls to do it. It was about I think it was twenty eighteen, and the gear, the publicist girl used to do our stuff for Puck Up, said to me about it, and I was like, and she sent me pictures of people. I <laughs> just like I don't know. I don't know. I, I when I was younger, I was a wild man for getting my hair bleached and all these mad things, and I was just like, I just don't have it on me. <laughs> I just don't have it on me. Um. <sighs> Your boy Ross was the boy Ross from Love Island. Was the picture she was sending through, and she goes, "That'll be perfect for you. That'll work really well." Started sending pictures through, and then I was just like, and I, I contacted the person to do it, and they were like, "Yeah, yes, yeah, no problem." And they told me the process, and that's how I knew about the bleached part. Um, and then it got to that point. I was like, "Yeah, I'll give you a shout," and I was just like, "I'm giving nobody a shout. That's not happening." See, I'm very low maintenance, so like I didn't realize like if I hadn't known, like you have to like. You know, I'd use like normal shampoo and blue you know, shampoo. I've used like this purple or blue. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's to like so the color doesn't run because I'm assuming if I put like normal shampoo and it would start to change color. I don't know. We'll see anyway because I'm useless as fuck, so it'll probably end up some weird shitty color. But for the moment, she's fresh and it's a change up, and it's always nice to mix things up. If you if you're afraid to do something, just especially when it's temporary, you may as well just fucking do it. You'll never regret it. <laughs> well. You may regret it. You're not regret it, but um very bleached blonde. I was like, fuck. I was like, if it looks like this blonde, I was like, it's gonna look similar grey. And I was like, Johnny, I really don't like I just ghost him. If it's really shit, I'll have it for two or three weeks and I just want you to shave my head then. And he goes, yeah. But yeah, no, sorry, continue, sir. No, it's good, it's definitely good. It's, and people he's not having a midlife crisis, just in case people are wondering. Quarter life crisis. No, do you know what it is? It's it will even at that, I think because of the way it was in the prior podcasts and the podcasts even done with Sean and other people, people are like, fuck, he's getting very mindset-y and on my Instagram. And all. Do you know the reason I'm doing that? It's just because I've been reflecting loads and I just feel like the more I, I've not been, I've actually dialed back my work and the more I've dialed back, the happier I'm getting. But I'm also starting to like question, do you know like small things like, was I chasing money a little bit too much? Was I chasing followers? is this right is that right I'm just asking myself these questions and then the thing is I'm leaning into more so things I'm enjoying so like I'm getting up at like 5 I'm getting up at fucking like 5.30 5.45 now up and straight to the gym and I just feel like everything's actually clicking on my life so the exact opposite actually I actually feel like I've never been in the last two years never been in a better place mentally and what was the what was the outcome do you think you were chasing it? I think you were definitely chasing the followers because you set yourself that goal not that it's not that it's a massive negative thing, but when you set yourself a goal, your head's down fucking going for it. Like. Well, what I usually do is I usually get a five-year goal and then convert it. But do you know what I've done? I, this is me being honest. At the start of the year, I goes, I want to get away from chasing sort of money and in gun goals. So yeah. I mean, what's, the, what's the one way I can get a bit of a kick, but still move the business forward, but still not chase like a certain number per month? Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? Following it, like, it's easy to add a couple hundred per week. And then what happened was... I started adding a couple hundred per week and then it started stockpiling and then my goal went from turning from 18 to 50k to going to 100k so it just rabbit hole and then once I ticked that I needed to change the goal again so that's why but it's one of the things where now I'm like oh do you know you can change the goal and you keep pushing and hitting it but I, do you know what it's, it's one of the things where for me it's not chasing the rabbit like I didn't hit 100 and then go 
I want 250, I want 500. For me, when I write ticket, I'm like, right, well, I can easily grow a following if I want it now. Like, I easily can if I double down. I just need to start posting twice a day and lean in more. Yeah. But for me, once I know I can get something, it almost takes away the... Yeah, the the hunger. Yeah, like, my, my mindset coach told me, like, I, I have a real bad habit of trying to, like, fuel myself with negative habits. So he goes, like, you'll always fuel yourself with a bit of hate or negativity from other people until you can do something you're struggling with. But even, like, just enjoying the gym a bit more and enjoying my training. But no, definitely not uh, midlife. Like, obviously, I've been weighing things up and shit like that. But I think it's one of the things that a lot of people don't stop. And I love that Ferris Bueller quote, you know, that if you don't stop... Uh, Take a look like, around. Every once in a while, life will pass you by. Yeah, and I feel like that's the way things have been moving very fast, very quick. I think that's for the same for everyone. And if you don't stop, and I had a really good friend, like a really good friend recently, and his 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 his, his father passed away recently, and his dad gave him a bit of advice, and it really stuck with me because he read it to me. He wrote it down for him, and it was like, it was about practically, like in other words, like if you don't, this now I'll butcher this, so please excuse my French, but practically in other words, don't spend time looking at the past because that's wasted stay in the present however you need to know roughly like roughly where you're going have direction in the future because otherwise what happens is you end up in some place you don't want to go if you don't look at the map if you don't stop every once in a while and look at the map you don't go to the right place yeah you don't end up there so as much as people are in this oh stay in the present if you don't have some sort of game plan I, like you're you you are not going in the direction what well, doesn't have to be a game plan with business but like a yeah. game plan of like I would like a house or I would like this because naturally then subconsciously yeah. you'll make decisions towards that. Whereas if you have no, if you're if you're just too busy trying to get fucking high in the moment, you can end up very unhappy down the line. So I think just spend more time going right. Well, what makes me happy now? And then just a general trend. Whereas I've actually focused so much on the future that it's been so forward with that. But no, definitely yeah. not. Maybe yeah, you you, for, you forgot about the journey. That's it. And that's the most important part. You enjoy the journey. Like it's like. It's like I find some people, like even when they're in relationships, they they forget about the journey and they forget about like the the like the normal stuff, like yeah, the, the like the like the dates, the the nights on the sofa, but they're all like thinking about down the line and the big pictures and the big holidays and the Christmas and stuff, but they're forgetting like the Tuesday afternoons or the Saturday mornings, and then it just becomes like you're wishing your time away to get to the next big big trip or the next big you know the next big anniversary or or the or the just the next thing so you're wishing your time away instead of going fuck i'd wish i had more time with these people or wish i had more time you know just more time in general it's like everybody wants the end goal but the journey is the thing that makes makes it even better you know the the good times and the bad times because you you learn but some people are just so infatuated with the end goal that they actually forget to like soak it all up. I think everybody's like that. I think I'm like that at times. But it's one of them things where your relationship in your life isn't going to be built up with them. Them yeah. moments. It's going to be built up with all the little things. Like ninety nine percent of your life is going to be built up with like if you want holidays three weeks a year. Like Joe, that is such a small percentage of the total weeks yeah. a year. Three to fifty two. So you can't be just like this is what I'm looking forward to. That's why all this like you need to enjoy what you do and all this because you don't enjoy your job and you're doing 40 hours a week then you're sleeping probably another fucking 50 or 60 you know you, you realize you don't have that much time so you need to do what you're enjoying but i definitely feel like if you just stop and pause and go right and you, it's like jordan peterson i'm a massive fan of him i really do fucking love him and he says sit down on the end of your bed and ask yourself the truth the, the question where am i fucking up in life 
Yeah. And if you, if you want the answer, you'll get it. Whether it's your training, your nutrition, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your mindset, whether it's your mental health, and you really dive down deep and you'll get the answer. Like I'm, yeah. what bad yeah. habits do I have? Like, am I sleeping in? Yeah. Am I eating shit? Am I, Joe? It's not just training, it's not just PT shit. We're talking about, Joe, am I ungrateful? Am I spent, whenever I'm in the room with my mom and dad, am I on my phone? Like, am I present or not? And you really, when you ask yourself your shitty habits and you get that pain, it's just like, and as much as we, we don't like to bring up Andrew Tate, like loads and stuff, cause he's such a controversial person. It's like, whenever he said, like you get depression, like the re like, and they give him stick about this. This is one of the reasons he went off. It, like the reason he says that you're upset and you feel off with depression is it's your body giving you a sign that things don't feel right. Jim Carrey actually says, the exact same thing yeah. and it really resonates with me whenever you feel off like the way i did over the last month or two i'm not depressed you just feel off like something's not sitting right that is not a sign that you're depressed or anything's wrong with you it's a sign that something isn't right and you need to fix it yeah it's not a, yeah. It's not a sign to go hit the fucking mental health card like, fuck me the amount of people that i see hit that minute they feel bad might it's affecting my mental health shut the fuck up you feel bad for a day who gives a fuck joe everybody does feel like yeah. shit I yeah, it'd be weird. That. It'd be weird if you were like floating through world and life, going, "I'm fucking happy every single day." You no, know, life is just like you know. There is you can be happy twenty three hours a day, and one hour a day can just absolutely suck ass, and that is very okay. But as you said, I had that conversation last night with someone actually. Um, Everything straight away is going. Oh, you need to see a GP. You need to. You need to see a therapist. You need to take tablets. Where it's just like, no, I just fucking you know there is something off. I just need to work out what the thing off is and change it. No, yes, exactly. It's it's a lot of people, as you said, a lot of people are being um, misdiagnosed with a lot of social media, uh, social media, social problems and and mental health issues. When really, it's it's probably a bit, firstly most of the time it's probably a behavioral issue. Um, in the, mo- in the most part you're not bored like I know that I know that depression is like a chemical imbalance in the brain and yeah. I know I under- like, don't get me wrong I understand this so before anybody chirps in and goes Joe oh you don't understand my mum dad and auntie all are bipolar my auntie's a hypochondriac there's about that many fucking depress- there's that much fucking depression in my family it's the fucking great depression so I understand it better than anyone and it's one of these things where even they will openly say it like they'll be like stuff spin off that we just never fixed and then it, it amplifies and over yeah. time then it gets harder to fix and your feelings get more ingrained and then you become this person and i think as well see when you say that it's oh it's this issue it's it's my mouth you're almost saying that you can't fix it it's almost like oh but it's this overwhelming like i have no control over it like none whatsoever you have no that's just like me saying oh you know my mom cooked my dinner you still have the fucking choice whether you eat it or not. And I know that sounds odd, it's still there. And yes, it might not be your decision, but it's your deci- It's your actual judgment call what you do then. So as much as you feel like, like I felt like shite last while, I still got up, I still went to work, I still trained, I still kneeled down. And eventually it's what I said in that Instagram post. It's the one I shared that shit I've quote about. If it's not the end, if it's not okay, it's not the end. And that's a case of, see if you feel a little bit off, you literally just need to do whatever makes you feel good keep plugging away at it and eventually everything just goes and clicks yeah. back into place it happens to me every it happened to me after uni it happened to me about two years ago it happened to me now it'll happen to me in another year it'll happen to me in two years remember will it'll happen to me in like, yeah. everybody but most people call it uh, oh do you know I wasn't feeling It's I call it a funk you'll always hear yeah. me say funk and you, the worst thing you can do with a funk is feed it feed it, it. Go, feed it oh, just, 
it's okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for if you feel down, like you're all well and good, Joe. You don't have to kneel your training. Here, you know what? Like, you fucking, everybody's allowed a bad day. Absolutely, but the, the difference is when there's too many of them, you need to when they start string along, you need a you need a kick in the ass. But there's no the other thing, and I, I was chatting about it. Going to a therapist or talking to a therapist doesn't mean you have mental health problems. You it's can exactly go. As a coach. Yeah, exa- exactly. It's just a different title. It's you know what it's almost like a life coach in a way. See when I turn around to people, that's perfect, mate. That's perfect. See when I turn around to people and I go, oh, I went to therapy for a month, sir. Oh Jesus, he's having a mental breakdown. See if I told people I'm a multimillionaire and I'm going to a mindset coach to be like, fuck up, mindset coach must be good. I must go to him. Aye, exactly. Completely, completely changes. And geez, I've been to so many mindset coaches, right? And I'm not joking. It is the exact fucking same. Exactly. Ther- the boy that was coached my therapy gave me a value sheet. I got the same value sheet from the last two mindset coaches yeah, I went yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not a case of nobody knows what they're out and they're all sing off the one him sheet. It's the fact that they know the same things. They're taught psychology the same. It's yeah. like the fundamentals of psychology is all the same. It comes from the same origin. So I it, yeah, exactly. Like my business coach, my mentor, uh, my mindset coach, on my third, they all give me the same fucking value question. See at the bottom of it, they all worded slightly differently. But the main question is, please write out an example of a perfect day from start to finish. Make it make it normal. So in other words, I mean, don't be saying I'm in the Bahamas drinking fucking cocktails with. <laughs> Megan Fox on top of my they say make it normal so you write out what it is and then they go write out what you currently do day to day and then it go and then the next question is how can you make your normal day more like your perfect day so although you might not be able to build your own day because you work for somebody else could you get up half an hour or have a cup of coffee and actually enjoy a bit of tally before you go to work and it's just building out stuff like that and it's one of these things where when I tell them a mindset coach told me to do that Fuck, you're strong, you're powerful, you're a businessman. Yeah. I tell him, a therapist told me that, oh boy, he's having a mental breakdown. Fuck, he could tap himself, Joe. Uh-huh. And uh, that, for me, see when I turn around to my clients now and go, my mindset coach told me this. They implement it like that. See if I told him it was my therapist, they'd be like, nah, that boy's Looney Tune. Like, he must think he's fucking Philip Schofield now and he's having fucking a midlife crisis, Joe Dan. Is what do you call that when you assume schizophrenia? <laughs> Joe. Here, that actually could bring us on to one of these questions. If you were given one, if you were given, if you were to give one person struggling with the pressures of social media, work, life, business, one bit of advice, what would it be? One single bit of advice I would give, and it's what it's one of the ones I kind of use, and it's f- simple as fuck the noise. See all the noise, external noise is going around, and the external pressures that you're putting yourself under. Fuck it, like it's no like. You, you think more people care about what you look like, what you're doing, you know, how good you are at football. Nobody really cares that much. You care more than they care. And once you get your mindset into, you know, yeah, I could play crap this match. It's not the end of the world. You know, life goes on. You know, just all that external noise, everything that other people think about you doesn't matter. Matters what you think of yourself. Matters what you're probably just your family would be the only ones and your closest closest friends everything else is just external noise and really in the grand scheme of things does not matter all that matters is yourself and the people closest to you that's the one thing that the, the one thing that i would probably base mostly everything i do on is fuck the noise yeah like a uh like I think one of the one of the big quotes in that is you'll stop caring what people think about you when you realize how seldom they do. Like, yeah, and that really yeah. is. I think is it is it 
Mark Manson's used that in a couple of times, but I think it comes from somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the quote's actually by. David Foster Wallace. That's it. Uh, yeah. Very, very good quote. And to be honest, that is it. So let me just say that you'll stop caring what people think about you when you realize how seldom they do, because I'm going to be out of it to that. Like, because honestly, nobody gives two fucks. No. They're, everybody's obsessed with themselves. To be obsessed with you too. There is you're always gonna have a couple of people that like may have like a, a grudge against you or a pick on you or or they might you know you might be the topic conversation, but you know for a minute. For a minute. You know, your tomorrow's fish wrappers, is that the one? Today's front page, tomorrow's fish wrapper, whatever that was like, you know if I, if I died tomorrow, people would forget in about a month that I died and I'd be just away. That'd be it. Wouldn't be a big deal. And oh, but Tony is family this no, 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 no. Once you're in the ground, that's it. Like, like as much as you can say, people will slowly fade you out. You might be remembered in wee bits and pieces, but that's it. And so I see as grim as that sounds, and that's freeing because that means you like well, it doesn't really matter. Do yeah. whatever the fuck you want, whatever makes you happy within moderation. Please don't fucking Aye. Don't be going like yeah, taking like you get my fucking point. It's one of these things where, for me, like I felt, the, I feel the most free. The, the less I give a fuck, and people go, "Oh, how do you not give a fuck?" You will care to some extent, but it's actually realizing that their opinions and other people's don't matter. They don't will matter. always, you'll always care what people think. You, you love a core, you love core people in your life. It's all that be, it, be it, be it, loved ones, family, spouses, siblings. That's all that really matters. See all the rest of the garbage. You know, people freaking out about their likes on Instagram and, oh, that has 50 shares. wonder why people are sharing that. Who cares? You know, who, like, at the grand scheme of things, who really cares? We're all going in a six-foot box anyway. Yeah, then the, hey, everybody's, you know, we all, they're all ends the same way, but it's just making the most of your time when you're here, and the best thing you can do is not worry about what other people think of you, what other people, like, People looking at your business or working at your work life and people critiquing stuff and people critiquing your clothes or or maybe you don't wear designer wear but you know they're like oh he makes money why is he not wearing designer wear because you chose not to you know everybody has their own path everybody has their own line it's like a, like a like a wee fella I know was asking me about DJ stuff the other day and he's like mad to play these big clubs and mad to play in front of like loads of people. I'm just like, lad, just enjoy where you're at now because, believe it or not, the more, the further up you get, the more pressure's on you. The more pressure's on you to sell tickets, the more pressure's on you to attract people. You know, if you want to, like, wish you, wish you were doing that three or four times a week where business is, is being built around your name or business being built around your brand, like, you do feel pressure. But, like, I was saying to him, like, enjoy where you're at now. But he's like, oh, but everybody's saying you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And I'm like, lad, you've been DJing a year. No, you can go up and play on a big stage if you want. But believe me, the rude awakening of that is going to hamper you for years to come. So just enjoy where you're at. Don't worry about what other people's thinking and saying. You know, don't worry about making mistakes. You know, it's just like, just don't, just like, I don't know if it's a thing like these days, but everybody seems to be a wee bit more worried about everything no like there's like a raised heightened worriness or anxiousness yes 100 like in everything like you even see like people are freaking out over over smaller i don't know if it's a thing with covid or or being locked away for a few years 
lifestyle in the UK. It's this Russian attitude. It's the recessions coming. Everything's fucking negative. And yeah, er- aye. the recessions the new one, the energy crisis. Fuck me. I know when things are getting dear. I know it's tough. Don't get me wrong. Everybody feels that. People are like, oh, he's doing well from so he'll not feel. My, my family, like nobody works apart from me. Do you know what I mean? So it's one of the things where that will impact me as well. It impacts everyone. Like, for example, like my one, like somebody wrote to me the other week about, oh, do you know, you don't understand what it's like because you don't have, you know, X, Y, and Z in your life. You know, you don't have kids. You don't have a house. You know, this. My family's not putting heat on in this Christmas because of the price of it. They're just going to wear jackets. And I, like, I could pump money into that. But it's one of the things where it's like, that actually makes more sense. Yeah. Like, and I put light a fire, sit in one room, and you might think, oh, well, what the fuck? But that's actually the way life's going to go. And the more simple you make things, see, the, the, the best quote I ever got about this really sorted me out was worrying is like sitting in a rocking chair. You use up a load of fucking energy, but you get absolutely fucking nowhere. You're still in the same position. So it's just wasted. It's just, you may as well have a fucking wank. You end up doing absolutely deadly. And it's what do you think? That's me being blunt. Like, none, Joe, it doesn't do anything or anyone. And it's one of the things where you're laughing your balls up now. But it's like sitting in a rocking chair, use all your energy, do whatever the fuck you want. You're actually not solving any problems. So you may as well, either, if you ask yourself, can I fix this now? Have I done what I can to move this to wherever I can go? And if the answer is, yeah, I control all the variables I can control, then shut the fuck up and move forward because it's like controlling the weather. It's complete waste of your time. Like, stand up, staring at the clouds, going, move 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 like that what the fuck who does that but yet whenever you're stressed and you're worried about something and you're just analyzing it, your thoughts you're lying in bed and your mind's going that is doing none for you and people go oh, i'm just a warrior you're not you just let that habit build you can change your thought process like people that are high energy or high energy by habit by behaviors people who are born on drains and dead in society it's because they have let that habit and behavior shape them they're yeah. not born like that so uh yes yeah, sorry uh, do you want to go on to the next one because that was pretty heavy um, live forever but have no more than 10 pounds a day or have infinite cash and die in 10 years live forever with 10 pounds 10 pounds easy that you couldn't even only get your protein I'm you'd dry. starve to death you'd starve to death in 10 pounds a day I but I'm living forever so I'd be lean as fuck <laughs> I'd be alright I'd live off fucking egg. I'd get my protein and eggs and cheap shit and I would scab <laughs> it's still Turn to crime. You're not even. You're not even day one, and you're ready to turn to crime. I'd be fucking. I don't know. Ten years, blaze of glory. No, nah, no way. I'm not going out of thirty-seven. Fuck that. What do you call him? What do you call the poker player? Dan Blazerian. You could be. Ten years isn't enough for me. I want more, so I'm greedy. So I'll take the ten pound forever. Um. Any tips in surviving as a student? Two weeks in, and can already feel it. <laughs> That's your department, I reckon. Well, here you're the fucking poster boy for misspent student life. You know what it is? Take your time. Nobody, don't go out five nights a week. Pace yourself and don't. If you really want to last as a student and you actually want to do something in your life, try to stay away from the drugs. Like it just fucking like sometimes you don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with like I'll be the first person to say like I'm glad I done them because they shaped who I am. But that is not a case of everybody should do drugs to figure out who they are majority of people i know still struggle with anxiety from their uni days yeah or or like i know people who can't even touch like caffeine because it reminds them of the stimulus from drugs uh, like do you know what i mean so it's one of these things where it can have a knock-on effect and i feel like if you're struggling adding in alcohol which is a depressant and drugs which fuck with your mental state is asking for you to be even more unstable yeah. so you're, you've already got an unstable base and you're just going to wipe the feet from under yourself so what you want to do is get some habits and routines like 
Joe, do you train a couple of times a week to get your head clear? Do you go for a daily walk? Actually, we small things that allow up to make you feel better. I feel like spending some time on you rather than just living the uni lifestyle will actually make it a much better experience because you'll not feel fat, you'll not feel overweight, you'll not feel as mentally fucked because you'll actually be maybe doing a bit of exercise, a bit of mental health work, even if it's just journaling once a week, you don't have to train or anything, but just actual work yeah. on yourself slightly will usually make you feel much better. Like the people who live the best uni life usually live like a life where they're going out two, three times a week, they're, they're doing a bit of uni work and they've actually looked after themselves, the house they're in, they've made it a home. It's not the people who are just binge drinking for a year because then they never last, yeah. they drop out. Yeah, that's exactly it. Even though it's probably counterproductive to be buying tickets to my events, but yeah, just have a lifestyle that's not revolved around partying and drinking. Like go to the gym, go into the city, actually see a bit of Belfast. Watch a movie of your mate. Take it, take it, this person is Belfast. Like, well, maybe they're England, but see a bit of the city anyway. See a bit of whatever you're doing. Hang out with mates, go to cinema, go for food, actually eat food, and don't live off pot noodles. Um, put heating in your house because your house is going to be a cold, cold place anyway. And there's probably chances are shit windows. Um, but yeah, just don't. It's very easy to live for the session when you're in student life, which is all well and good. Yeah, do it, but believe me when I say three nights a week is more than enough. Three nights in a week going out getting obliterated is more than enough. Um, I hate living in New the whole United Like I love the crack, but I hated waking up in the shithole. So it was one of the yeah. ones where like. If you yeah. could actually have a nice pad, like I remember when you used to go into some of the girls' houses or you go into a fellas and they've actually looked up, you're like, this is actually nice. Like, like I could study here, I could live here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I would struggle to sit in my room and watch Netflix if it was that much of a pit because I didn't look after it. Uh, here's one My partner is a terrible ride. He thinks he's deadly, but he's just not it. Do I, do I just put him right, tell him? Problem is, after sex, he gets on like Ronaldo after scoring a goal. Oh, fuck off What does he do The woo No like he's strutting about He thinks he's sucking <laughs> He thinks he's the boy Just be faking orgasms then Well there's another one Actually another question About faking orgasms But this one first um, Why does he think he's the man Like are you letting on That it's been great Because you've obviously Given this fault So as much as you're saying Oh he's sh- you've Well unless, unless he's just Egotistical He's like Oh I've came So that's all that matters I just got a picture of Joe and Fernando scores or football scores, and then they run to the corner flag and they do the slide in the knees like that. Uh, he does, he does like. Got there. Goes, what's he say? He said it's not woo, it's like Usa or something. Usa, Usa, whatever the fuck it is, it's funny. Um, I just need to tell him, hey, if he thinks if he thinks he's class, knock him tell down him a peg or two. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't knock him fucking down. I would just say. Because he might be injured, like Joe. I would just say, I would just be like, Cam, whenever you're going for it, just tell him what to do because he'll not take it. Nah, burst his bubble if he's getting on like Ronaldo, burst his bubble. Thinks he's class. Just say, Here, this isn't working. Here, limp deck, sort this out. We need to, we need to switch it up a wee bit to make it a lot more uh favorable for me. And we'll, we'll, we'll say what you want. Like, we'll, men are straightforward. Like, men don't take offense. Like, if you're like, I want this, men don't go, Well, I want to. This man go, yeah, that's great. Thank fuck for telling Here's me. a good one, Tony. You'll love this one. This needs said the boneyard on Monday was incredible. Best student event I've ever witnessed was the talk of the lands all ye wide madness. Thank you very much. Changing the game, Tony. Not like writing questions yourself, Mickey. Well, I wish I could fucking write questions myself. If I was writing questions myself, they'd all be aimed at you. <laughs> yeah, well, very true. Uh, where's the one about the orgasm? 
Oh, I have it if you don't. I, we something about like think my missus is faking orgasms. Not a hundred percent sure. You lads, any experience of this? Have you asked her? It's number one. Most women are not. A f- that's that's oh, not that's oh, not what the that's not what the that's not what the question was, Tony. Oh, you experience? Yes, I do. Oh, do you? Yes, well, I'm straightforward. I ask people about this. So I've been I've been in like relationships like for more than six or seven months. Of, in long term, now specifics on who, but I've been multiple like Joe relationships that lasted like six months to a year. Yeah. And usually around the year mark, you'll notice that usually maybe not year mark, but for me, whenever this was happening, indeed, love that. Um, you, you may need to turn your camera get, off. Get far better at it with the person. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, so with with this, what I mean is a sense of what'll happen is after so long of you just going at it. You'll get better at it. Like the sex gets better as yeah, you go. Yeah. Like sex with the same person over and over again sounds terrible, but it's not. It's because you get in their rhythm. So like usually sex sex is never like don't get me wrong, it'll be great the first couple of times, but it gets a lot better the more you know a person, right? But what happens there is as you get better at it, you'll usually last longer and you'll be better. So you'll actually get to see how the person orgasms them properly because you'll see a difference from the start orgasm to the new one because you can fake it to some extent but if somebody's actually shaking their forehead off you can't fake it, fake it yeah yeah that's very true you'll know by the muscles cramping can't fake that cannot fake that so it's one of them ones where yeah that comes into play massively yeah, so but just a, just ask her to um, I've asked on the line like I've asked I goes you've never been like that before and they'll go yeah and I'd be like was there like were you what was the story to start be honest here and there's questions where I've been in card games or like we've been watching time and it's like what percentage of women have faked an orgasm and it's been like I think it came up in like, like some talk show or something and it was like 75 or 80 percent Jesus more. Christ and I remember I remember turning around to the girl I was seeing at the time and going any of the start ones be honest and they're like yeah yeah to start like I think most like most women will do it at the start to build a man's confidence so then it gets better because I think the pressure to the start now I was probably about 19 at the time you're so, so wee, wee, like wh- you're a wee whippet back yeah I was a whippet I pro- I'd only really lost my virginity about 18 and a half so I was probably only really having sex about a year so I was still now like I lost my virginity quite late you're laughing but like there 18 you're very like, specific 18 and a half <laughs> why you just say 18 like, a bit older do you know what I mean but a lot of people lose it yeah like it was a very big day for the wee man uh, <laughs> it was one of them things where I, I it started to get to a stage where I was probably building it up too much but uh, there'll be somebody listening to this that'll go Fuck! I haven't lost mine, or you know, I lost mine late, and they'll feel like ashamed, or they'll be nervous about it. Nah. Honestly, it, whatever you turn our age, like nobody turns around and laughs. That. No, if Mickey turned around and goes, "I lost my virginity at 30 I'd be like, "I don't give two fucks, Mickey." Nobody does. Like, uh, so who says I've even lost it yet? Exactly. You've got a chastity belt up and cracked. Yeah, I have the lost keys. the key too. <laughs> I have the key. Uh, whenever the time comes, you can ring me. Uh, uh, but no. Do- I don't. I don't know if anybody's ever faked it with me. Probably. Probably. Well, you know what? If that's the percentage, chances are, I yeah. I don't know what the percentage is. I reckon if I Google it here, it's high. Like I'd say most 
I don't know, but like men will be listening, like going, oh, it's embarrassing to say. I reckon most men have had that because even at some stage, see once it hits like 20, 30 minutes in, sometimes women will just do it to get you the fuck off, I reckon. Aye. Well, that's aye. Yeah, yeah. Like anybody's yeah. talking like, oh, we, you know, hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. Very rarely, very rarely happens, like. 67% of heterosexual women admitted to occasionally faking an orgasm in a study public last year in 2010. That was, sorry, not last year, it says last year, it was 2011. So the American Psychological Association posted that. Uh, and then there's been other studies that have seen up to an 80%. So it's somewhere between 67 and 80. So that's three. That's roughly three to three slash four to five women. And if you've obviously been with Joe. I've only been with three. Women, oh, well, the odds are it's only happened to you once. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it has. But no way, like, I think uh, it's hard to tell. Obviously, if you've ever actually made an orgasm, you should see a clear difference because if you do make somebody properly, you'll you'll be able to easily it's like the It's like the, is it the pol- poltergeist or what's that show? The Shining? No. What? You know, remind mean, the, the Shining was about the horror film of the girls possessed. <laughs> sure, she had seen... No, oh yes, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about scary movie. Is it scary? I scary movie. I'll say I. Scary movie is the best take of it. Yes, it's that one where the, the ghost actually goes over. Aye, aye. Here's a good one. Met a girl on Tinder. Drove, drove to pick her up at the local spot to then go for dinner. Drove up and instantly realised she catfished me. Wasn't the same girl in the pics. I sped off. She is trying to explain, but I'm not having it. Does this make me a bad person? Oh, what do you think? No. Clearly the person you were going to meet wasn't the person you were meeting. So therefore, you're not a bad person for not wanting to meet someone you don't know. No, I, I honestly, you're you're starting to get down the thought process of, not you, this person, like, oh, like, just because they don't look a certain way, that person's lied to you. Oh, that person, that could be dangerous. That could be a dangerous situation you're putting yourself into, like start a relationship on a lie you're a ball bag so no out good job you dodged the ball there straight as fuck fuck that person yeah and don't even let it's them it's different if you used a photo from last year and they weren't uh, they say they were a bit thinner and now they're a bit chubby like mm, do you know what like they, they still should have probably used a recent photo in my opinion yeah ah uh, yeah 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 like realistically like it's like if you if i if i'm at a date nap now and I was skinny and dark haired and I showed up and I was grey haired fucking massive you'd be like well that was a fucking lie you'd be pleasantly delighted but you'd be like that's a lie uh, you so, don't know if they're pleasantly delighted they might like skinny boys there's nothing wrong when I was skinny I'm just made like wee whippets wee, wee Tony Tony the whippet here Tony here's one for you if social media was banned tomorrow or the landscape changed no advertising etc what would all the PTs and social influencers do Ooh, a. It would definitely curb their earnings. Do you mean like you're not allowed to advertise? So, what? You're not allowed to post? Like, it's gone. Yeah, you know, like, so in China, like, some of the social media platforms is banned now. Like, TikTok in China, you can only. You can only consume an hour a day, and it can only be educational purposes. Stuff like that there. And say if then, if you can't do advertising on your Instagram. Like. I already do. I never really do big advertisements on mine. Like, I know yeah. I, I suppose I am with the app launch. The app launch probably will be, but before that, I've only ever asked for clients once. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd say it would, PTs just would have to go back to the gym to get clients. 
Yeah, you just go back training. Like it wouldn't. Um, social media influencers just would not exist technically because the reason they can exist is because they're given a platform to exist and influence. But if that was taken away, they have no influence then. So it would just go back to circa fifteen years ago. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, what before before like people held that much power on their on their channels to go here buy this product. So I don't know, like influencers just have to go back to their day jobs. And PTs would pretty much have to go back to their day jobs as well as 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 a floor well they don't have to be floor PTs, but they'll be they'll have to go back to the gym to get their clients. Then you know or word of mouth like the good old days. Word of mouth's still a massive thing and people don't don't give uh don't give a lot of credit to. Word of mouth's everything. Whenever you're brought up at the dinner table, what's said about you is what people think. Like if somebody's met you and then the bring you're brought up at the dinner table, people will either say you're a ball bag, a nice person. Like I remember I went into a coffee shop recently and it was the first time I was in the coffee shop and uh, now this isn't a blow my own trumpet, this is just me being straight. Oh, but like, oh, go ahead. I got a, I just got a coffee and at the end of it, I'm very reluctant to leave my, don't get me wrong, if I'm in a restaurant, I'll leave my stuff there for the person to clean, but I don't like walking away from a table with like a cup or anything on it. Yeah. Like I lift my cup up and I remember the person saying, Joe, uh, thank you very much. And then the next time I came in, they were like, Joe, what we were actually saying, Joe, you're, we didn't think you'd be as nice in person. And I was like, Joe, like that, that sounds old, but nah, that is yeah, manners was actually the word they used. I would say the word they used was, we didn't think you were as tall in person. Please. Please, wise up. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that, uh, Joe, that's the sort of conversations that people have without you realising. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. So the what you do, how you act is brought up a lot more. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. I use, I think, I don't use social media all that much to push my gigs. I just tell them they're on. And that's pretty much it. I don't really like go into much detail because um word of mouth normally does the trick for me anyway and you know, by sticking stuff in their group chats going here, this is on, whatever. Um so don't I wouldn't be curbed that much, I don't think. I think as a as a DJ I could probably get away from it because I'm having I didn't create my career on social media so it doesn't just live there. Um but yeah, I would say a lot of you know, they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna bring in stricter laws with advertising, um, sooner or later or not. Well, not really advertising, more like pushing products. But yeah, I'd say the big, I'd say they'll, they'll survive doing something anyway. But I think that's pretty much all our questions. Anything you want? Anything you want to plug there, Tony? <laughs> no, not really. I'd say the apps coming out next month. Uh... Train by Tony. Trained by Tony. I'm still trying to to get it sus, to be honest. Um, that'll be the announcement of the name because Monday I'm hoping hoping by the time this podcast goes out, I'll have the first trailer up. Uh, training is completely done on it. I'm trying to work out the kinks with nutrition with the app developer at the minute. If it doesn't nail it, I won't put my name on it uh, for nutrition. I'll just do training. But if we can get the nutrition nailed, it'll actually slap majority of PTs that I know because it'll coach them better. So my idea is to give affordable coaching to everybody. That's really the, the main thing because it got me thinking, how do you impact more people without giving more time? And yeah. the way is to actually build a, a, like a system for it. So that's exactly what I've been doing for the last fucking... Do I get a premium level? Yeah, you get the VIP service. Good stuff. 
VIP service includes just the app and some training and anybody can sign up for the, the normal price. But anyway, Mickey, is there anything you would like to plug or Um No, no, I'm gonna go on here and check as you usually do. Just to you know get your heart out. Like, like, review all that jazz. Like reviews. Have we got any more? Hold on, Tony. Not one. Good. Not one. We've peaked. We've peaked. <laughs> um yeah, just keep keep sending your messages and your stories and whatever, tag us and stuff. And have a good week. Um and no, Tony's not going through a midlife crisis. So there you go, guys. Quarter life. Quarter life. Enjoy your week. Have a fucking good one. Goodbye. <laughs>